Good morning, everybody. We have a mostly higher trade in the grain markets here early on Monday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. December corn futures up 3.5 cents at 5.20.5. November soybeans up 3.5 at 13.32 and three quarters. September Chicago wheat up 2 cents at 6.17. September Kansas City wheat up 1.25 at 5.95.25. September spring wheat up 10.25 cents at 8.24.5. If you guys are listening on the podcast, as always, really appreciate it. Um, leave me a review or a rating if you have not already. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you like the channel. Help me to keep this thing growing. If you need some additional assistance from me, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website. Click on Grain Marketing Plan here in the upper right-hand corner for $49.99 a month. I offer a subscription service. It includes um, my morning newsletter, which goes out every morning at 6.30 a.m. Central Time. That includes every overnight headline that you need to be aware of, all sorts of charts, graphics, weather maps, all my grain marketing recommendations. There's a text message service that goes along with this, uh, subscriber-only videos and content, which have come become extremely popular. Uh, one thing that I've been doing for subscribers um, every Sunday during the summer is I've been doing these Sunday weather update videos and they come via text message on Sunday. And I'll kind of give you the lay of the land in regard to weather, what happened over the weekend, what the forecast looks like and what the implication is for the market. So certainly check out uh, that subscription deal, guys, if you have not already. I really think it's a great deal. Uh, we have a USDA report today. This is the monthly crop production and WASD report. It will be out at 11 a.m. Central Time. Traders generally expect slightly smaller corn and soybean yield estimates versus last month, although it should be noted that USDA in recent years has typically not made yield adjustments in July. They've changed their recommend or their methodology around a little bit, but anything could happen here today. Um, there's likely to be a few other adjustments. We'll probably see that Brazil corn number come down. They can change the U.S. balance sheets in any way that they want. Um, we'll see USDA use uh, the updated June acreage numbers, which is a higher uh, planted acreage number for corn. So be prepared for a little bit of volatility around 11 a.m. Central Time today. Much of the U.S. Corn Belt was wet over the weekend. Um, there were some areas that saw some really good rain amounts, and there were some areas that... Um, kind of missed the mark here and i got a couple maps that i can show you here's uh the last 72 hours in terms of precipitation for the corn belt you can see that southern like i guess half or at least certainly the third of iowa did really well uh in terms of precipitation there were areas that probably saw up to four inches of rain locally but i think as a rule more that one to three inches uh was was kind of uh, more normal eastern nebraska did pretty good um the southern half of illinois western illinois did good um in missouri we saw the the northern or northeast area do pretty good southern minnesota was just kind of scattered there was one small band but a lot of this uh green stuff on my map here is is you know a half or quarter inch or less or maybe nothing uh there were some areas of eastern south dakota that did good uh, a lot of north dakota did not do very good in terms of precipitation so it was a very wet weekend for some places Places. It was not so wet for other places. There are probably some areas in this, say, Missouri, Illinois, Indiana stretch that, that saw all that rain um, a week or two ago that, that could be too wet, if anything. So it was a wet weekend. Here's the next seven days in terms of precipitation. This is a bearish map, guys, no matter which way you look at it. I mean, there's rain for almost every area of the U.S. Corn Belt. Um, the areas that are excluded from rain over the next seven days include most of North Dakota, um, western Nebraska, 
Uh, Western Kansas, most of Oklahoma, they're going to be dry, but just about every other area sees rain here over the next seven days. And yeah, we have some areas that are moisture deficit, certainly, but uh, this this is a bearish map in mid-July, guys. There's no way around that. Uh, here's the 6 to 10, and we do have some drier weather returning to the northern Corn Belt and, and western Corn Belt and the plains. And then you've got some warmer weather that especially uh, uh, becomes a bigger deal toward the end of the month. You get toward the end of July, and some of the models are suggesting that we're going to get really warm for the whole Corn Belt which could be a big deal for soybeans in particular. So weather continues to be a big deal. I know we've got a USDA report today, but weather is probably still uh, the bigger deal here and probably trumps anything that USDA has to say today. Fund traders have reduced their length in the grain markets. CFTC indicated that funds were net long only 77,000 contracts of soybeans at Tuesday's close. That's the lightest net long in the bean market for the funds since July of 2020. Uh, the net long in the corn market dropped to 278,000 contracts as of last Tuesday after peaking at 397 in April. Funds are a modest short in the SRW wheat market. Uh, subscribers, you have fund tracker charts in your uh, inbox here this morning. The U.S. has added 14, I think it's 14 or maybe even more Chinese companies to what they're calling the econ economic blacklist, and China is not happy about this. Uh, China said yesterday that it resolutely opposes the addition of Chinese entities to a U.S. economic blacklist. So the blacklisted companies, according to the U.S., have been implicated in human rights violations and abuses in the implementation of China's campaign of repression, mass detention, and high technology surveillance against Muslim minority groups. Uh, this is nothing new. There was a bunch of this done under the Trump administration as well. I'm not sure if this means anything for our grain markets immediately, but we all know that if uh, any sort of trade issue with China were to arise again, that that could be a big time negative. Uh, Wednesday is last trading day for July grain futures. This is also kind of a data heavy week guys we've got uh, export inspections and a usda report today crop progress after the close uh, we've got export sales thursday and nopa crush on thursday as well the uh cattle market uh, traded both sides of unchanged friday um we had cash mostly 119 to 120 in the south 124 to 126 in the north uh pretty much par for the course here relative to the last couple weeks uh, the box beef market was lower in the outside markets here this morning we have the s p 500 down about seven points the uh, dow's down 120 points us dollars a little bit higher gold and silver are lower uh we've got the bonds higher um if you guys need some more information from me uh shoot me an email info at standardgrain.com uh, remember report at 11. I will talk to you guys same time tomorrow.